Welcome back to another episode of Buzz with Buds. This is your host, Kurt. Back at it again with the... Uh, well, actually, now that we don't do video anymore, it's kind of like uh, there's no rules when it comes to doing the podcast. <laughs> it's like, uh, you don't know, I could either be in like full work work gear, work attire, like, you know, busy day, or I could be butt-ass naked in a bag, you know, in a chair, just got done licking Cheeto grease off my fingers. You'll never know. Um, but <laughs> today I'm here to bring you some true love. And I mean like true love. It comes in a bright pink can with blue lettering. It's so blue and true. Uh, no, it's the uh, true love by Martin House Brewing Company from Fort Worth, Texas. You know, we keep it strong with Texas beers um, most of the time. I mean, if I see something that I, you know, I generally have a taste for, I'll I'll switch over to another, another, you know, less impressive state. But uh, that's not the point. So they're from Fort Worth, Texas. They're pretty, uh, pretty good sized brewery. And the uh, True Love is an American style wild ale, and uh, that's just a style. But it's a raspberry sour ale, and it's coming in at five point two percent alcohol. So it's not horrible. It's about you know, pretty average for a good, you know, lighter beer. And it's at IBUs of four four IBUs. And so let's go ahead and give this a shot. Oh, nice and crisp, a little heavy. And here we go. Oh, that, you know, I'll admit that's a, pretty refreshing a lot of sour ales you know whenever you taste them makes you want to cringe because it's so sour and like you don't really think you'd get that without you know pouring a bunch of extra salt in there but a lot of the sour beers will make you cringe up like you just ate uh you know one of those warheads from back in the 90s but this is pretty good it's not too heavy it's it's got a nice little raspberry after flavor that lasts a little while uh it's you know crisp in the front end you know, it'd be pretty good for, you know, drinking toward the end of the day on like a hot day at the pool. I could definitely see myself, you know, drinking it, you know, trying to wind down maybe with a little bit of a, you know, brisket, you know, at the end of a meal. Something something a little, something a little tasty, but uh, it's got a nice little raspberry aftertaste. It kind of hits you, like puckers you up at the back end, kind of kisses the back of your lips whenever you breathe. Cause you know, like I know that's very descriptive, but you know, it's like that's just how it is, especially when something lingers in your mouth, uh, something like a beer. But uh, you know, that's pretty good. Uh, I'm I'm impressed, Martin House. Um, I haven't tried too many of their beers. I know um, back a couple of years ago, I tried the um, what you would call it, the box slider, and uh, what is it? The there's one that's like the Ninja Turtle or something like that. I can't remember. It's been too long, but uh, you know they're they're pretty good beer, and you know they've got a, a very impactful flavor most of the time. But it's not so heavy that it you know punches you in the back of the fucking throat with flavor. You know you know beer is not supposed to be like drinking chocolate milk all the time. I mean there's the occasion when you're trying to be classy, but let's face it. I mean sometimes you just need a good light beer. But you know, I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty happy with this sour. You know, a lot of sours do it overboard with all the lime and shit. But this is pretty good. Kudos to you, Martin House. And uh, so we'll go on to our 
Word of the day from our lovely mistress of the night, Urban Dictionary. You know, as I go on, people aren't uploading them interesting ones fast enough as, as I'm able to look them up. You know, I think people need to start doing more shit on there, making more moves as opposed to just... Because if you go on there, you'll see a lot of words that are like revoluted around Trump or, you know, stupid modern day shit. Never just something that's so far out there. And so I had to do a little research, do a little bit of scrubbing. Um, and if you've got any recommendations for a word of the day, definitely just uh, send it in either in the DMs on Twitter or, you know, obviously hashtag Bebs with Buds. And so the word of the week is gobtug. All right, so i uh, give you a little bit. I won't give any pretense because it's, it's a pretty pretty easy one if you think about it. It just kind of depends on your your type of language, you know. If you're not too used to, you know, using vulgarity and crazy stuff like that, then you might not get it. But gobtug can definitely be a pretty, pretty obvious one. So I'll go ahead and give you a chance to get your answers. There's no rush. All right, you got them. I hope nobody actually went out there and looked on Google or anything. Listen, this is you got to have some integrity with these words of the words of the week or word of the days. I guess they're word of the week. I don't do more than one buzz with buds a week. Uh, so a gob tug is whenever you're filleting someone, and by that I mean you know a, a blowjob. You can't. It's not like eating someone out. You can't really consider the two the same as like a gob. Um, or a tug, because I don't, I don't know anyone that tugs on a woman for uh, pleasure, <laughs> pleasurable reasons. But a uh, gob tug is when you're, you know, you're filleting someone, but you're not, you, you cannot use your hands at all. And so obviously that's uh, primarily orally. But you know, just a little something, something for you to use on your day to day, whether you're talking with coworkers around the microwave, thinking about. Uh, you know, talking about family life, everything. It's kind of the trivialities of day-to-day conversation at work. Or if you're, you know, out with your boys, just kind of sprinkle that little bit of conversation dust on there. And give a little bit of spicy aftertaste. And so, as we're coming to an end of a Memorial Day weekend, which is just uh, yesterday was the end of the weekend. And I know, uh, usually I release these on Monday nights. But obviously, I got in town pretty late, and I was just exhausted, and being a one-man band, it just I felt like I would rather wait and give myself a little bit more time to recover from the weekend to uh, be able to bring you guys some, some better value stuff, and not just half-ass it, because I'm tired. And so, um, basically, this weekend, I hope everybody had an awesome and safe Memorial Day weekend. I know it's definitely a time to get, you know, wet and wild. I know I did. Well, not not quite as wild, but I did get wet. Actually, I got really wild. I'm not going to, you know, undersell that. Um, I got contacted a couple weeks ago by one of my buddies that I was in living in North Carolina with when we were in the military, and he was uh, talking about going to go float with a bunch of dudes, and I was like, well, I like to go float. Now, I don't really care about the whole dudes part, but... um. So I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm totally down to come down there. I took the GoPro and everything. I'll upload a video of it all up on YouTube at the Space Hunter YouTube channel. Um, but, man, it, <laughs> let's just say that the weekend got out of control. Like, it was it was rough. Like, so Friday night, 
I got off work and I went around, did my errands, got a new cooler, picked up some food and everything. And I was off to the races. I was heading down there by myself, loner boner, because um, nobody that we knew was uh, lived in the same town as or lived in Dallas with me. So I was like, yeah, I'll just meet y'all down there. And uh, even though um, I left a little bit earlier, they had a lot shorter trip because they're in College Station. We're going to San Marcos. So it's, it's quite a, a shorter trip for them. And so, um, basically the trip went fine. It was really easy. Obviously driving through Austin's always a nightmare. And even then it wasn't even that bad this time. Um, cause it was pretty late. So traffic was moving pretty quickly, but finally got to the campsite, weaved around, couldn't find shit else. So I had to get Luke to actually come find me and, uh, guide me back to their campsite. So I finally pull up, <laughs> I get all of my shit out of my car and he already walked off, and I was like, what the hell just happened? It's it's pitch black outside, so I'm like, you hear noises coming from everywhere, but I didn't know where he ran off to. So I was like, I texted him, I was like, Luke, come get me, come on. <laughs> I can't carry all this shit by myself, because I had a cooler, bags, a tent, everything. And um, I made the mistake of taking this little one-man person tent from Amazon. Now, I'm not dissing on stuff that Amazon sells, but I should have definitely tested this tent out before I took it with me. So, I I got this tent out, and whenever I got up to the campsite, everyone had already started drinking and, you know, shooting the shit around, trying to start a fire and everything, but nobody had set up the tents yet. And I was like, it's already 11.30 at night, I haven't set the tents up, what the hell's going on? So, kind of instructed a little bit of initiative after spraying down with some bug sprays since it is mosquito season. And as much as I'd love to get a, what's it called, West Nile, it's not on the agenda for the week. At least uh, I'm a little bit too busy this week, maybe next month. You know, maybe we'll uh, give it a shot then. But So they started setting up this big-ass tent that they could all fit in easily. And I was like, yeah, well, whatever. I got my little one-person tent, which is perfect for me. And so I roll it out. And there's three posts, and you know how whenever you're setting up a tent, you'll have like the crossbars and everything like that. You kind of unfold and push in to get, and kind of connect to each other. Well, mine only had three of these, and they were short as shit, so like nothing was going across anything. It was basically just to hold up the doors and the corners. of. So it was basically like uh, a, a triangular prism for all of those that uh, still remember somewhat of uh, geometry from back in the day. It's a triangular prism. Or is it a prism? It's basically, it's basically like a triangle that is stretched out with a rect- rectangular bottom. I could I could be having like an autistic fit right now. I'm not I'm not sure. Um, God damn. So uh, it's basically like a long tube that's shaped like a triangle, and you put the two crossbars at the front end, and that's kind of what holds the door up. And you put another cross one single crossbar going straight up at the back end and so this thing's already not promising to be that big but then you find out that you're supposed to connect like basically the only way you're you're supposed to make everything stand up is with these little ass like metal stakes that you have to nail into the ground and like you know enough tension to keep everything held up which didn't work because uh fortunately where we were staying was basically all rocks on the bottom of the ground and so uh, I'd have to like sit there and dig out rocks from the ground and had to try to drive a stake in with another rock, a bigger rock, obviously. Didn't want to hurt my hand. 
And so I nailed these spikes in, got it all stood up, and I was just not impressed. And I tried crawling in, and my big ass could barely fit in there. And I was just like, oh, I made a horrible mistake. So, you know, I, I was ignoring the fact that that was, you know, how it happened. So we started hanging out. We set up a tent, like one of those uh, pop-up gazebos, and uh, set up a beer pong table and just started cracking at it. Made a little flashlight rig to kind of illuminate everything. And um, so we started playing beer pong, and the people started showing up and hanging out with us, you know, random campers. And, you know, honestly, I, I love when stuff like that happens, unless you come across those certain people that are just not a delight to play beer pong with. And I'm, I'm just saying, like, so the people, like, some of them were cool, but then the other ones that showed up, there was, like, a couple that had showed up and started hanging out and playing beer pong with us. And it was all cool and, you know, dandy at first. They weren't really talking shit. But then, obviously, the girl, you know, started winning. She started taking advantage of us being so drunk already. And um, so she started kicking ass. And her her husband was doing some weird thing because we were playing where you're supposed to have your fingertips at the back end of the table. But he was doing, like, this weird chicken arm thing where he was basically standing on top of the table. He's like, well, my fingertips aren't crusty to thine. And I'm like, well, yeah, but you don't have to be a, you know, a little loophole dickhead, you know. That should be on a t-shirt, you know. You don't have to be a loophole dickhead. Uh, probably not the best one. <laughs> so, you know, I was like, whatever. Everyone was kind of slowly winding down. And I decided to go pass out. And as soon as I laid down, I was out cold. But I forgot about the whole thing about dew coming and settling on tents. And so while my tent was dry when I went to go sleep, and I didn't really notice that there was, uh, you know, the tent was touching me, I woke up and the tent was like engulfing me and like touching me on every side. And uh, it was just, it was just not a good time. And like whenever I'm sleeping, I don't like to be touched. I like to have, you know, my space and especially not have some soggy ass tent touching my arms while I'm sleeping. And so I got up at like six and after hanging out for a little bit, everyone else kind of woke up and started drinking at like eight o'clock in the morning. At this point, I was like, all right, whatever, I'll roll with the punches. I'm hungover anyway, so I might as well go ahead and start myself, you know, the old hair of the dog trick. And um, so we started drinking, made these badass egg tacos. It actually wasn't really tacos at all. It was, it was like an egg and sausage sandwich with a piece of Walmart white bread. Um, but, you know, it was worth it through and throughout. And so we are hanging out. More people started showing up that was hanging out with us for the day. And uh, we decided to jump on the river. We were like, fuck it, it's 11 o'clock in the morning. Let's go hop in. And as we're getting on the bus, you know, they don't, they don't make you worry about the, grabbing the tubes. You paid for, like, a, a wristband, essentially. And if you ever get a chance to go down and float the river, I'm not like, you know, this isn't like an ad or anything, but Don's Fish Camp, the place is badass. You know, like if you're okay with camping, of course. It got pretty fucking hot, I'm not going to lie, but it was worth it for how cheap it was. You didn't have to buy a hotel or anything. So you pay like 20 bucks to get to float the entire day, and that was cool. But obviously you're not going to float more than once because you've already been drinking for a few hours. And then you go jump on the river where you drink even more, but you're also out in the sun. And so we started floating... Everything was great. We we're having a jolly good time, and we stopped. We'd stop somewhere to have like one of those little where you beach up and you know start drinking on land for a little bit, have like a little party. 
but the state troopers were all along the river, you know, kicking us back in. <laughs> like, you're not allowed to get out till you're told type of deal. And so we're like, whatever. And so we started going even further down the river. And then, uh, you know, nothing too crazy was happening, but then it started to speed up a current. And I wasn't too alarmed by this, but um, all of a sudden, everyone just got like, capsized and knocked over because we weren't paying attention. And all of a sudden, I'm looking up, and I'm, like, pinned against a rock. Not, like, pinned, but, like, you know how you have one of those moments where you, you think about what went wrong? And so the flow is going at my back, and I was, like, basically up against a rock. And I just see my tube, like, floating down the river, and somebody grabbed it for me, fortunately. And uh, I was like, what the fuck? And you just see the cooler knocked over and with beer floating down the river. And fortunately, there was this family that was, like, right after where we got knocked off with, like, fish nets and everything, caught all of our shit for us, and um, helped us get our, you know, stuff back together. So we collected all of our stuff and, you know, thanked our kids and everything. Um, the funny thing was that the the one of the women that was helping us was grabbing the beers out of the water and then throwing them into the tubes, even though the tubes didn't have bottoms. So they were just basically throwing them back in the river. But it's the you know the gesture that counts. So, you know we we floated down the river for the rest of the day. Had a really good time, and um, definitely had you know our fair share of fun for the day. And came back, and fortunately Luke's girlfriend brought um, these two lasagnas. I know it's really unconventional, like camping cooking, but we had this this grill set up to where we had these four cinder blocks and a piece of corrugated steel kind of put on top of them. And so after we light the fire with a blowtorch, and I'm not talking like ones you, you know, light your dabs with or whatever. Uh, We're talking about like ones with like a big open spout, like a flamethrower. And we fucking lit that fire and started heating up with the lasagna. You would have thought somebody just threw a bunch of, a bag of corn to a bunch of starving African kids. Like we swarmed that lasagna. It lasted maybe like five minutes. And you just look at me and there's like shit all over my face. And then we went and hung out in the river for a little bit, you know, just relaxing. And then everyone started going to bed, so I passed out too. And I woke up even more uncomfortable underneath that stupid tent because of the, you know, the dew and everything. And um, so um, I woke up, I started to clean everything. We heat up the other lasagna, had that for breakfast. It basically brought me back to life, like resuscitated me and all. And... So we got all of our shit together, and I, I basically just threw that tent in the trash. I was like, I don't want this. I don't want to see it ever again. I'm done with it. And uh, packed all my shit up and left and said bye to everybody, obviously. But driving back to Dallas, I stopped by Burger King because I didn't care about my body at the time. I <laughs> just throwing out whatever it could take. And then finally made it back to Dallas where I was greeted with a hot shower, um, which, you know, <laughs> hot showers are great. I love them to death. But when you spent an entire Saturday on the river uh, floating with your stomach up in the same spot, and you never really think to put sunblock on your stomach, um, I had a big old floppy hat, so I didn't have to worry about my face, but my stomach got burnt to a crisp. And so I jumped in the shower, and I my stomach was burning, and so I backed up a little bit, and then all of a sudden I realized that my shins were sunburnt as shit, and so now my shins were burning. <laughs> and so it wasn't a pleasurable experience, but I endured and um finally got out of the shower went and laid down in bed for a few hours you know took a nice you know decent nap 
and then got up to you know a couple texts saying hey we're having boys night over at ricky's house you know a fire and everything we got there i got there and everyone was drinking pretty heavily and you know i was taking it pretty easily but had a pretty good night you know boys boys nights are always good that's what saturdays are for right (laughs) um and then you know monday we just had like a little cookout little family cookout played a little bit of you know card games and shit you know just a really good all-around solid weekend and i hope everyone else had the had a good weekend as well um now like i'm I'm not gonna say like thank you know i want to say um since it was memorial day this episode is dedicated to memorial day because i didn't do it last week or so i can't remember if i did um but I want to, you know, shout out even if like they can't hear us because they're not with us anymore. Um, you know, thanks to all the all the veterans that didn't make it to see the day today, and uh, you know, are watching us down from above. You know, I have a heart out for y'all, and I hope, um, you know, all of our men and women in uniform always come back to us at uh, the best they can. And that's pretty much just my two cents of it. Um, you know, I've, I'll never say, you know, it's not the time to thank a veteran just cause you know, any time's a good time. They're, you know, kicking ass each day for you and I to keep doing the same stupid shit that we're doing to go get drunk on the river. Um, so just have that in your heads and, uh, I'll be right back after this short break and, uh, y'all, uh, stay tuned. Welcome back, friends, to uh, your faithful neighborhood Bev's with Bud podcast bonanza show showbro pan slimmero, and uh, you can check in the comments for what that means. Actually, I wouldn't get don't get your hope. That that's just not uh, yeah, it's not gonna happen. Uh, I don't really know what it means, and I'm just kind of throwing it out there, talking on my ass, but um. Thanks for tuning back into the show, sticking with us for the whole party, shabam. Um, so I saw, you know, whenever I can't figure out, you know, some like a little bit of some little extra spice to throw into the podcast, I usually just go to Facebook for like five minutes because there's always something topical going on there with all the crazy bullshit that's been going on in the world, um, which is a little bit excessive all the time. It's always so extra and excessive and everyone just wants to be a pain in the ass no matter what. And so, in the most recent years, I actually have not seen something this quite um, aggressive. But Kathy Griffith is actually trying to stay relevant in today's times, which is kind of—it's kind of cute to an extent, but it's a little bit much. Um, there's a picture of uh, that was posted all over social media of her with like I think a plaster head dummy dummy head of uh donald trump's dome piece you know obviously severed and covered in blood and i'm just like what the fuck are you doing (laughs) like get the hell out of here with that you crazy ass you know i mean it's one thing not to like the guy but to take it so far to do something like that uh, it's, it's just a little tacky and lacking in a lot of class. I'm not, you know, usually the first person to talk about it, that kind of stuff. Um, but at least I have enough, you know, couth not to take someone that I don't agree with 
and basically cut their fake head off and covered in fake blood just to make a point. You know, in some countries you'd be beheaded for that or, you know, killed or stoned or whatever, which I know this is America and I, I love America. Like, this is my baby. This is my baby that I've adopted over the years and uh, I just never, um, you know, want anything bad to happen. But still, like, you know, I got to have some respect. And this is coming from a, you know, a 22, almost 23-year-old uh, technical millennial kid. You know, I know... Um, we're not all we like people in the millennial are way 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 more um you know aggressive in a, oh, aggressive in a sense but in the, in the in the same sense we're a lot more um to where we won't do something so fucking crazy as to at least I wouldn't you know you would never see me like if, if Hillary Clinton uh won you would have never seen me out in the streets with a fake head. I don't. I just don't have that kind of time on my hands, and I don't really like to, you know, share political affiliation at all. It's just something I like to leave out of every part of my life. It's just it leads to nothing but conflict. I mean, even some of like you know good friends I've gotten in arguments with. And it's just not worth it at the end of the day. And you know, it, it sometimes, um, you know, it's okay if you're sober, especially. Uh, now if you're under the influence because if you're drunk like cool you you get heated to a next level type shit and so that's not really what you want and uh, you know try to keep the fam together the best you can especially because like, once you're older like you for all the kids that are in high school still or all these friends that you have right now that you're going to come out of it with like six of them and then, like, it'll slowly slimmer, but you'll get more and more. And it's just kind of like a weird deal. Um, so, uh, in other news, <laughs> um, you know, I, I thought some of these trends would be kind of going away. But um, I saw something that's been taken over the fucking internet lately, especially this past week slash weekend. It kind of started earlier last or later last week. And then just carried on. But Katy Perry um, seems to have contracted the demon that had left Hannah Montana, otherwise known as Miley Cyrus. Personally, I liked her better as Hannah Montana. She seemed a lot more tame, you know, not as wild. But she's chilled out, I guess. I guess she kind of passed through that phase. But now Katy Perry, like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> um, you know, I'm really trying to cut down on the cussing in the show, but my goodness, woman, come on now. You see, so it's a video. She's cut her hair off. That's apparent. Dyed it white, whatever. That's popular. But I don't know what kind of music she's rocking. It it sounds not as good. You know, she, she tried to change genres, tried to change her whole look, and I'm just not buying it. I feel like she was. she's trying to, like, you know, she was starting to fall off, and her 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 pimp or whatever is like, "Come on, get your shit up there. Got to find recreate yourself." Uh, this is just not the way to do it, especially so short after Miley Cyrus had done her little spiel. But then it's just even worse though, because at least you know when Miley Cyrus was doing it, she was full on committed to that shit. She wasn't like, um, you know, like your average Sally who had a. Uh, you know, really good upbringing out at, 
you know, some hip hop club trying to get, you know, thoughty or, you know, dance on some guys. But dude, get your, at least if you're going to try and like look the part, you got to commit to it. Not just like be like, yeah, I'm up here with my friends. Let me uh, shake my ass, you know, whatever, you know, <laughs> you gotta, you gotta put more effort into it. Katie, love you to death. Um, loved your music before but this is just weird dude and you got the kid that's like the backpack kid who's coming up on stage and doing his little dance you can just see in his face he does not give a fuck about that whatever's going on there he's just feeling a little awkward he's like all right i'll be the center of attention whatever you just you know bring a little bit of a you know more more uh, attention to my memeing you know Cause that's that's you know the the kid is from a meme where he he dances like you know that, um, but my goodness, all this, all this, come on, Katie, we miss the old you, the one who would talk about roaring and uh, lollipop guilds and you know kissing boys and liking it. That's you know that's the kind of Katie that America and the world fell in love with, and that's that's the kind of Katie that America needs right now. You know, for our nation, for us all, you know, at least, you know, flop a tit out. That, that'd that be cool, too. I'm, I'm just saying, like, as advice, like, you can still come back from this. But, uh, you know, we're all just a little curious still. Um, so with these uh, upcomings, there's been a lot more uh, movement along the tech world. Now even it's been infected though by these fidget spinner apps and i've seen home pages to where they're covered in them and then they're fucking everywhere uh jeff i know i don't know if y'all remember jeff from earlier podcasts earlier on in the series around like episode one through whatever um he's got a fidget spinner he carries that shit around everywhere with him we were at the memorial day party on on a monday having a cookout and I ask him for a bottle opener to open up my beer, and all of a sudden he pulls out a fidget spinner. I'm like, you son of a bitch. And um, obviously not to open the beer with. He was just, you know, moving it. But still, it's it's too much. And then I go out and see my family. My little brother's got a fidget spinner. My little sister was pissed because her wasn't as cool. And uh, it's just, I get it. I don't, I don't know. I don't really understand the appeal. I guess it's kind of cool that they spin for a long time, but, like, Look at us, like those are bearings are for like skateboard wheels. Like, I don't know what you're doing. Just ride a skateboard if you're so bored. Or, um, now like the fidget cubes have like kind of taken a those are the actual things that could really, you know, have some foreground. I think they were just a little bit too far behind on the, the startup world with their Kickstarter. They were they were a little bit too far behind with production and with for with how fast like fidget spinners got out there. Which I know, like, the fidget spinners are a lot more simple of a divide. God, let me get my shit together and actually talk like a normal human being. So the fidget spinners are a lot simpler design, a lot easier to put together than the, you know, the little fidget cubes. But, um, you know, it kind of stole all the fidget cubes thunder, which, you know, it, it seems like it'll be a little bit short-lasting with the spinners. And then once the, once the fidget cube kind of pops, it'll definitely have a lot more attention but the, the you know the spinner's got a lot more comfortability you can keep it in your pocket as opposed to a, you know a bulky little cube that you know is waiting to jab you in the ass as soon as you sit down at the weird angle um it's just a uh, you know food for thought 
I expect whenever the cubes come out, there'll be a lot more people buying, which they've already been like a show out of them. If you go get their Kickstarter, and um, yeah, it's just my two cents. Um, in the uh, recent weeks, I've actually started. Um, I was really big into lifting all last year, especially around this time. Like, I was like pumping iron, not lift, not doing any cardio at all. Like, maybe like ten minutes of cardio. That's like as far as I'd push myself. That's as far as I would push myself when it came to cardio is maybe like 10 minutes, maybe 15 if I was feeling spry and had like a good amount of breath. Um, but I've actually, since then, I started, I stopped like lifting weights really heavy and um, started doing cardio a lot more. Um, it's at, at this point, it started off slow. It'd be like maybe 30 minutes a day. Now it's to at least an hour a day. And I'll work out, lift weights like every other day. It just kind of depends on how I'm feeling. And then, um, so the cardio thing has been helping a lot. I noticed I get a lot tired more earlier. Um, especially like last night I got home at like 9. I was like, fuck this, dude, I'm going to bed. And um, so it's kind of a weird deal. Um, but it's definitely been pretty cool. I've got a lot more energy, especially in the mornings. I don't know. I might even start doing cardio in the morning. I don't know. I'm not going to jump to any conclusions, get all crazy about it, you know, retard strong. But it's, you know, something, an idea to pass around. But my goodness, the stomach is such a monster sometimes. Like, um, so I'll sit there and I'll be telling myself, no, I'm just going to have chicken. You know, it'll be whatever. You know, some super light brown rice and chicken and all that kind of fancy you know, dietitian shit, but then I'll be like, oh, but just because I had like somewhat of a not not the greatest day down at the office, just because it was you know busy, um, I'll literally just sit there and say, well, you know, pizza sounds really good, and Zalot is like my favorite, especially with their Pineapple Express. Oh, if you live like around the Plain area, if you don't, go to Zalot, get the Pineapple Express. Oh my God, I got that today, and I was literally in heaven it, it was kind of worth it except for when i went to go run and then it was like having you know pizza burps for about an hour but it, you know, there's worse things in life than a pizza burst but man the stomach my especially mine is just a fucking monster and i'm not saying size or girth wise i'm like the dude gets what it wants most of the time you know most of the time it's like chicken tenders or bust and um even like with you know how people are always getting pissed off because this, supposedly the the owner of Chick-fil-A is a uh, Donald Trump supporter. Here He does something crazy. He like, mixes a lot of religion in with his food. And for everyone that listens, like, you know, I'm not a religious guy at all. And I don't really, you know, have a, like a really set opinion about it. But at the same time, like, I don't give a fuck if he's got, you know, a religious preference or, if, you know, God is specifically baked into those chicken tenders. I love their food. Like, I'm slowly going to quietly continuously go back there because it's just that good. And, you know, my stomach doesn't care about that kind of shit, neither do I, especially when you get that Chick-fil-A sauce. Except for uh, yesterday, I went to Chick-fil-A and ordered my food because luckily it was uh it was monday is the last day of the weekend not a sunday and my brain was kind of tricked because you know every time so like let's say on like a sunday morning you're hung over as shit and you want nothing but some like solid fried food to make you feel better and what better food source than chick-fil-a 
but then you realize that oh no, it's our it's only Sunday and you you can't get Chick Fil A because they're closed, and that is the only reason why I don't like the whole you know religion thing. But you know it's whatever. Uh, there's always Golden Chick, which is you know a decent alternative in the afternoon. But still, I was like, uh, and you can't quite ever get enough. You know, you want always more and more and more, especially with the sweet tea. Like, I don't understand why they don't make larger sizes. I get it, it's kind of unhealthy for you with all the sugar. But at the same time, like, just let me have more. Like, even if I stop, you know, drinking alcohol and stop eating, you know, fatty stuff and all this crazy, you know, different deals... I'm still never, ever, ever, ever going to stop drinking sweet tea. That's been like the elixir of my life. I'm pretty sure I'm going to be on the deathbed, and they're going to be like, what's your final wish? I'm like, take this fucking IV out and shove a shove an IV with uh, sweet tea going straight into my bones. That's what I want. And um, you know, obviously they're going to have to you know, try to console me and tell me no, but I'm, I'll fight them on it. I'll literally have my son, if I have one, you know, go into my hospital room and shove in tea bags into the into the little water drip that goes straight into my veins just because I'm that, you know, hooked on. Obviously, he's going to have to, you know, feed me sugar to kind of supplement that. Hopefully, it mixes somewhere in the bloodstream. I could be wrong. I don't really know how the whole science thing works um, past a certain extent, but I guess that's, you know, neither here nor there. And... Um, but uh, I'm excited because in a couple weeks, so Jimmy Buffett is coming back to town, and I know that I'll never, I'm not like a fan of Jimmy Buffett, other than he's got a couple songs, and you know, it's whatever. You know, he's old style country, like old people love him, it's just how it is, hamburgers and paradise and, uh, you know, other, it's like country rock type music, I'm just not a big fan of it. Um but he's coming back to town, and I remember last year, me and uh, Catherine were up in Oklahoma on the we on the day of Jimmy Buffett, because we were like, "Oh, Jimmy Buffett, we're not gonna go to that. Screw it, we're gonna go up and you know hang out on this um, Turner Falls and hang out in the mountain, like the hill country, you know, enjoy some outdoor time, which was a lot of fun. Like I enjoyed myself thoroughly. I had a few beers down in the pond. You know, hung out, did a little bit of hiking, took some really weird pictures in a cave. Like, it's it's pretty funny. Pretty good time. But um, last year, watching all the Snapchats of, you know, Jeff and Garrett walking around uh, Jimmy Buffett, they didn't go into the concert at all. They didn't even pay for tickets or anything. But they hung out in the parking lot where the tailgate was. And that's just, I guess, where the party was popping because everybody was just obliterated there. And you could literally see in, in pictures of Jeff and everyone's Snapchat stories. At the beginning of the day, he started out with like maybe two buttons unbuttoned. You know, it's it's whatever. That's casual, just daytime, just relaxing. But then slowly throughout the rest of the day, they just go down and down and down. Till you see that blank look in his face where you know he's like really drunk. <laughs> so you're like, all right, dude, whatever. <laughs> go ahead and do your thing. But his shirt was just completely unbuttoned. And you know that it was just not it was was, that was game over at that point so if you end up going to jimmy buffett and you're going to the tailgate come out and find me um we're not gonna have like a booth set up or anything but if you see me we're gonna have a couple a couple um parking spots paid for so we can tailgate 
you know, come out, play some beer pong with us, say hi, you know, bring us some beer. <laughs> now we're going to have a couple kegs. But if you want to come do a keg stand, go ahead. If you're of age, obviously, I'm not going to try and feed, you know, alcohol to minors. But, you know, if you're of age, come out, hang out, do a little keg stand. It's going to be, you know, something cheap, but, you know, you'll get pat, you'll survive. But anyways, everybody, I'm going to jump off here, and I hope you all have an excellent rest of your week. Um, be sure to, uh, you know, have a good time and stay safe for the rest of your week. I know it's a short one. We've only got three more days left of, uh, you know, monotonous bullshit till it's back to the weekend again. So uh, keep your chin up. Try not to drink too much coffee. And uh, stay frothy, ladies and gents. You know I love you. everyone thank you so much for your continuous support if you could please leave a review on itunes let me know if i killed it or if i sucked every bit of feedback from you guys is worth a million so thank you very much and you'll have an excellent day